0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Now tuned in to the mother-un-greatest.
2: Uh, yes, it's let Chat, and we are ready to chat it up. We have an exciting, exciting show. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is our Reader's Delight show. We have two fabulous book clubs coming on. We have uh, 556 five, Book Chicks, as well as Don't Read Me, Read a Book, Atlanta. And then we're going to kick it and top it off because you know he's a top off. The fabulous author Sean St. Clair is going to be kicking it with us in the chat room. Oh,
0: that's that skin goodness.
2: deep. I know. Every time you come up into the chat room, he just just, just, <laughs> loves everything. Up. He just gets us all that's off. That's oh, look, I can't deep. even get it out tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my that's goodness.
2: That, that, that's that skin deep over there. Coming to kick it with us today. I am very thankful for all of the authors and connections that we have for the show. Um, you know, there's people that I can just pick up the phone and, and say, come on through. And I, I appreciate them
3: for being able
2: to uh, take time out and come and kick it with us. Well, you know, me and T always get on here holding conversation because we could talk to each other forever. Welcome to Let's Chat. We're going to talk that talk today. We're going to talk that talk today. It's not going to be messy talk, but this is my thing. Um, I get a lot of authors that say that they can't connect with a book club. You know, I mm-hmm. ask them questions like, is there a book club in your area? I don't think so. And at first I would say, maybe you should look for one. Uh-huh. And then I found that I was still asking the same question and getting the same answer. And so right. I posted on my page, um, if there were any book clubs or members of one and i got like 20 responses um and then you know we have don't read me read a book with who really has probably a book club in almost every state you know and to me that's to be able to connect the authors with the book clubs, you know, it's there, it's on my page, it's it's, it's public, you know, you see all these different readers, you, they're in book clubs, go ahead and hit them up, create conversation, mix and mingle, talk that talk, and vice versa, I get a lot of book clubs that feel limited to the connection that they have, because they don't uh-huh. connect with authors in certain areas, or they don't know too many authors in their area, or authors that read certain genres. And so that was the same connection. You know, I had um, a um, a young lady who was in Virginia Beach, I believe, and I connected uh-huh. her with like four or five authors just in that area um, or around that area that her book club could connect to. You know, there was another book club that was looking for uh, thrillers, you know, authors that wrote thrillers. And that's the thing, you know, a lot of times authors – don't send me no inbox. Anybody can drop a link. You can drop a link all day. But people people have to know who you are. Readers, if they really don't know who you are, they haven't, you know, tackled you, your personality, they haven't heard about you from someone else, they can see a link unless you have some popping eye candy, they're not one clicking. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, they or they'll drop links, but they don't drop covers. The thing is, your cover is your eye candy. Most readers are women. Uh-huh. That's true. Did, Did we lose your know? Well, while we're experiencing a little bit of technical difficulty, I hope you guys can still hear me. Lisha's going to call back in because she was on to something really, really good, and we want to make sure that our listening audience get the, uh, receptive to that. But while we do that, I'm just going to welcome all our new listeners to the chat room. You know, my name is Tony, and I'll be joined shortly by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Leisha. But for all of the new listeners, just here on Let's Chat, this is something that we like to do. We celebrate literature as well as music and anything that's associated with the passion of your community. We're sharing here the royal way here on Let's Chat, no matter what it may be. That our show allows all avid readers And people of music. We've had some phenomenal musicians on. Um, They were literally on the red carpet or in the studio recording, and they took time out of their busy schedule just to chat it up with Alicia and I. So check out our archives because we are so rich in that department. But we like to have our show reach everyone so that we can all interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment, and we get to hear the passion of what our guests do and why they do it, and maybe inspire someone that's listening that may want to go down that same path. So check out our archives. We have so, so many things to share, and sometimes we have learning up in there. So make sure you have a pen and paper just to jot down some jewels that may have been dropped. We've had Chris. Sorry, Crystal Murray, Rashana tate Philosophy, We've had uh, Oh my god, we've had Ike Brees In the music department We've had publishers on So let's you head on over there To let's
0: chat archives And, and see what we got going on Because that may be just The one that We took our show Let me tell you back with me girl
2: I think Lisa's back with me but in the meantime, we're going to take a quick commercial break because we have some great, great music in our library as well. So let's do some Aaron Bebo. Y'all know Aaron Bebo. He is the author, but in addition to having that fierce director of he also sings a wonderful tune. So I'm going to give you some Aaron Bebo with the keys to Olivia. Hold on, guys. We will be right back and enjoy the music from Aaron Bebo.
1: I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time. Once more, she gone like blast. you use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time. Once more, she gone like blast. you use the whole biff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. Shorty like my body. Set my name first, gonna make up. going the same we out here on the grind. She got the same thirst. I got a mind, body, and soul. Three round burst. My soldier. Hills, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that. She want my attention and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block. put on major Block. Hump like handles till so she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she's mine by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice. Taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife. So all them shots be missing. This bitch get you a life I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more she gone Like blast you use the whole riff When it's strong Roll up one whiff And I'm Gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time, once more she gone. Like blast yard, use the old fifth when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, gone. Yeah,
4: how you doing, love? What's your name, never and son? You so divine, let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging, coke bottle, some type of motto. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention, you got my hands spinning. That kind of feeling, that got you tripping, so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you're willing. The partake taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up back to back, blunts in motion. Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer. Baby, tell me how that sounds. I want the finer things in life. A1 weed, papers, and pipes. And we can get it right.
1: I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time, One more she gone like Blast Yard, use the whole pith when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time, One more she gone like Blast Yard, use the whole pith when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone. tuned in to the mother-un-un-greatest, uh, right in royalty Radio. Yeah, back. back, are back. Hey, I me. forgot to
2: tell you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I forgot to tell you, we can't play the clip all the way through, because I haven't tracked it yet. But they got the gist. We're gonna have to regroup that. But welcome once again to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I got my girl back, Miss Leisha, and we're gonna carry on with this Readers' Delight show we have in store for you guys tonight. What else is going on, Leisha? Absolutely. I gotta. I'm gonna shout out some people. I'm gonna shout out some people.
0: Um,
2: because I was saying that I posted. I posted a um,
0: something
2: on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I want to shout some people out. Okay, but in the meantime, I want you to talk that talk a little bit because you know, I get people they love Facebook, but they get confused. The difference there is, is that there's a difference between a group on Facebook and an actual book club on Facebook. Mm. That's a little good about that. See, okay, I think the book group. They do more discussion because I'm, I'm a member of maybe over about 200 you know places that deal with books, and not all of them talk books. Like sometimes they'll have a featured author come in there and talk about their latest book or an upcoming book, and uh, they get to interact with their readers, and those are the areas where the reader actually can interact with them and talk about what, what they love and what they don't love, the characters that they love. So I love those intimate groups, and I think, you know, Aaron Bebo used to talk about that on our other show, um, Bright and Radio, Real World Radio, whereas you don't see a lot of those anymore where they actually talk about books. You know, sometimes they can spend all day and all night just talking about a good book or even a book they didn't, didn't like and why they didn't like it. But I like those intimate settings, and that's kind of like what we do at Offer Our Listeners here on, on Let's Chat because, in and of itself, I would consider us a, a book club, a book group that we discuss books with the various authors that we come on, that we have on our show. And sometimes we flip it and talk about music, or sometimes we flip it and talk about beauty on Mind, Body, and Soul shows. So those are all intimate settings. So I think I get more out of those intimate settings, Leish, because you get to feel the passion, which is what Leish and I are all about here on Let's Chat. Absolutely, I know that I'm. A, everybody, should know, by now I'm a sucker for passion. I love to know why people do what they do, um, because mm-hmm. the passion they have behind it is is part of their drive. And when it comes mm-hmm. to book clubs, they mm-hmm. have to have that passion because you're you're meeting with people you've never met, or you're even putting together people that you know, and you have a like ride. You know, you have things that you enjoy together. You enjoy the same type of genres. And even if you don't, to me, a book club is like a 31 flavor type of experience. You know what I'm saying? You never know that you like romantic fiction
0: or romantic mm-hmm. western
2: unless Susie introduced you to it. And she said, well, you know, I read this book. Let me tell you about it. Book clubs create that word that
5: authors need.
2: You know, and I appreciate a lot all of them because they are the heartbeat of this industry. Mhm. That's so true. And I'm gonna be interested to hear what our guests feel about the today's book club and what it is that they offer in their in their book club. I can't wait to get them That's, in the about. Absolutely. I wanna shout out just a few book clubs. I can't do everything everybody. Um, I'll do some today and some tomorrow. I have an outage, though, partly why I try to um, get everybody on my phone. Okay. I'm pulling it up.
0: Okay, stop.
2: I want to shout out the people, too, that rep- replied to the post, because it was awesome. You know, they really didn't have to do it. They were spreading um, the word about their movement, and I think that's an awesome thing. Um, because mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't know you exist unless you say we exist and this is what we do. Right. And so I had Wayne Moore. Shout out to Wayne Moore. And what he said was, we don't have a name. We just meet at the library every Thursday. I know that's right, Wayne. They just <laughs> enjoy books. They get together. They ain't worry about putting no name on it, no label. This is just what we we, we like to do. Um mm-hmm. We got Shonda Wade. Shout-out to Shonda Wade. She is from um, Divas Leaving No Pages Unturned in Little Rock, Arkansas. So if you're an author and you live near or around Little Rock, Arkansas, check them out. Of course, we got Don't Read Me, Read a Book, which they have um, probably a uh, book club in almost every state. So shout-out to Mm -hmm. them. I hear Nicole. On Facebook, that is her name uh, But she's Don't Read Me, Read a Book Virginia
0: Beach mm-hmm. And I
2: connected her uh, With some authors, so shout out to her I told them I was going to shout them out uh, The fabulous talent Butler That's Don't Read Me, Read a Book Philly, we got Don't Read Me Read a Book, Tennessee Author Danielle Bigby mm-hmm. We have The fabulous Benita And her book club is Viva Readers in Houston, Texas. So if you're in the Houston, Texas area or around Houston, Texas, and you're looking for a book club, check those fabulous ladies out. Awesome. It's like absolutely belong to a book club. Absolutely. And we've got a shout out to shout-out the rest of the book club tomorrow on the show um in between guests yeah, tonight. Um, and I want to get started because we have the fabulous five five six book chicks and the Fabulous, Joyce, sigerson all of these ladies are, are wonderful. Um, I actually met 556-foot chicks. They had a, a meet-and-greet, like a little meet-and-greet at a restaurant with um, Ty Marshall when I went. And it was, I love, because you kind know, of love intimate setting. I love Ty Marshall. I love just to see the passion. And just sitting at this table, these ladies are more than just readers. You know what I'm saying? They are way more. Mm-hmm. Readers. It was a delight to be here mm-hmm. So let's bring this in We have the
0: fabulous
2: Good chick And then
0: we have uh, Bonita Okay And we have Tiffany Hello ladies how are you Hello Hello Welcome to the club The chat room Monica.
6: How are y'all today We
2: are good. We are good. good. Yes. Okay, so before we get started, you guys have an event coming out. There are a lot of uh, listeners on the line. I want you guys to be able to talk about your event coming up just in a couple of weeks in the month of July.
0: Can you hear (laughs) us?
2: Lady,
6: can you guys hear us? Okay, I can hear you now.
0: Okay. Okay.
6: So
2: before we get started into the the meat the potatoes of the conversation, I want I uh, want you to talk about the event that you guys have coming up in July.
6: Um, yeah, it's our second annual Atlanta Kickback. Um, it's gonna be held this year in College Park, Georgia. And it's free for the readers. We have oh, I wanna say maybe two hundred authors and vendors uh-huh. coming out. Uh-huh. And it's all genres. Like this year we even have sci fi. We didn't have a little sci fi last year. We have some great African American writers that are sci fi writers. So we have about four or five, mm-hmm. of, um, four or five sci-fi writers. We have two children authors. One is five. One is seven. Um, just everything. A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, go, who is talking to, talk
2: to us right now? Introduce yourself, please. <laughs> oh, I'm Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Absolutely. Now, Tiffany, well, last year was the first. Uh, kickback, and I went to that, and I tell y'all, it was like a hundred authors there. It was a fabulous experience. It was awesome. Every table, every author, it was put together really nicely. They, I think they worked really, really hard for their first event. What made you guys decide
6: to actually put on a book event? Um, I just think really, it was Monique's idea. Like, Monica <laughs> had this whole vision about you know, let's do this event and you know how like somebody has this idea and at first you're kinda like, because you like are people gonna show up? You know, like mm-hmm. that's your biggest thing when you're playing are people gonna show up? So once she kinda just kept talking about it <laughs> we were kinda like, Well let's just do it and see
0: mm-hmm.
6: And you don't like here in Atlanta you it's a lot of talented African American writers here right in Atlanta. But there's not a lot of big book events for them. Like I've been to mm. several that were for like, you know, young adult um romance, but they were for mostly Caucasian authors. So we wanted to do something for black writers to have, you know, a way to come to Atlanta and Okay, we want to be allowed to Thank mm-hmm. you
2: for mm-hmm. using mm-hmm. Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Did we lose somebody? Uh oh, did we lose somebody? Uh can you guys hear me? What? Yes, I can hear you. It's, it's raining. It's raining here, so I think oh, that's probably what it is to the connection, but it's awesome. It's okay. Tiffany's doing a great job. Now I'm gonna ask you, Tiffany, so we are like to get into the um, Book club discussion.
6: What made you guys decide to create Five Five Six Book Club? Um, we just we had like started reading, and I I was a huge like. My husband kind of told me like I couldn't buy any more books, so <laughs> I started checking them out from the library and hiding the books that I was buying. But we would like switch books amongst us at work. Uh-huh. So, then. The whole Fifty Shades of Grey came and everybody started getting Kindles and it was like, you know, we kind of like reading these books. First it came about, let's just start a blog and talk about the books we read because we would read them and then we would like have these in-depth conversations about them. And we, I mean, we had other people at the job just like starting to read the same books we were reading. So we were just going to, like, start a blog and just talk about it, mm-hmm. and then we're just like, hey, let's just, let's turn the blog into a book club, and there it was. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. I can understand that. So when
7: you guys got together, you guys got to turn it into
2: a book club, what
6: how did you guys come up with the name? Did someone else come up with the name and everybody else is like, yeah, that's a good name? How did you guys come up with the name for the club? Um, well, we we all work at the Cab County Courthouse, and the address is 556 North McDonough. <laughs> <laughs> so we turned See? it into 556 Chick. And actually, I think Monique and Benita were kind of sold on the name. I'm still not really sold on the name, but... I
0: mean <laughs> <laughs> Benita. yeah. Manita can, can you hear us
7: Okay check your
2: phones And make sure you're not muted Okay so y'all sitting at work Talking about books
0: and All day
2: Y'all said we need a <laughs> name And so we so person said Well you know 556 Is the address here yeah, we like books so we some shit so let's get it
0: going.
6: That's how I got a (laughs)
0: conversation with. Basically. That's basically
6: what happened.
2: So when you guys came together, now I always, I was saying, I don't know if you were listening, but I was saying that book clubs are like a 31 flavor type of experience when it comes to reading. And so is it that everybody
6: likes different genres uh, and you just kind of hit the others onto
3: a genre that you like that they may not have read?
6: Or is it that you guys just like to read everything? Well, as we kind of like would be like if I picked a book one month for us to read or two books, mm-hmm. you know, for us to all read together, then somebody else okay. would pick it the next month. And I'm – I'm probably the only one, Tiffany, that reads everything. Like, I read, like, all genres. Like, they don't really like the sci-fi and the vampires and the werewolves. (laughs) But (laughs) I will read those. And Benita Mm -hmm. likes motorcycle books. Like, she's like the motorcycle gang girl that likes the books.
0: What?
3: What's Benita? (laughs) Bonita.
6: Monica likes the kinky books, and Ooh.
3: and she likes
6: she'll read anything as long as somebody's not dying. Like if she knows they're gonna die, she's not gonna read the book. Really? But just let me find out you're a freak. But you know we got Sean Stackland coming on later
0: today, and y'all know he just is skin deep. He don't play with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: Monica lives for the kink. She the kinky one. <laughs>
0: Ain't nothing wrong
2: with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So you guys all work together. You started this book club. How did you guys start to expand it? Did you just add family members and friends? Do you um actually promote to get
6: members that
2: come to your club?
6: Oh, uh, I think like maybe, maybe like we we thought about like you know promoting and getting people, but then we kind of adopted this whole Atlanta kickback thing, and so it's like that kind of takes up your whole focus.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. just being
6: honest, if we wanted to be better each year, we have to put more work into it. And, you know, last mm-hmm. year was in October, and this year in July, so we didn't have as many months to start, you know, working, tweaking Absolutely. everything
4: as mm-hmm. we would in
6: October. So. We did kind of start the year off with, like, having, like you said, we we met with Todd Marshall. Um, we did a book discussion with um, the author of She Wrote the Bus. I can't think right now. What is his name? But yeah, we did, but We so we did start off doing a couple of book discussions at the beginning of the year. But then, like, the kickback mm-hmm. just kind of took over. Uh-huh. and <laughs> it's just a big priority right now. And we'll go back, you know, once the kickback is over. But mainly we kind of, like, bring in our friends first. and Okay. And, like, our coworkers that we work with, like, we probably have a couple of floors on two different sides of the building that we've got people just reading what, you know, what we're telling. So we kind of bring them in and then friends and Benita's sisters and her sister-in-law, they're big, avid readers. So we just kind of, you know, filter Uh in from the people we know. Because really with the kickback, it's kind of unfair to just kind of be like, okay, yeah, we're going to take membership. But during this time, we're kind of going to be down because we're doing the kickback. Well, Benita's on, but she can't. We can't
2: hear her, so I'm asking her to call back. But she's in the page that I posted the show, and she said we all love, we all read a lot of books, and she really likes those stories. But she loves a big. Uh oh, see, I think he might have lost off. key. Hmm. Can you I guys think hear he
3: might have me? Oh,
7: well,
0: I
2: can. We can hear you now. Okay. Okay. So she said, don't hate the motorbikes. <laughs> but she still loves love the, uh, all y'all types of stories. <laughs> All of these ladies are fabulous. So Miss Benita, let me tell y'all, she had me rolling off. And the one thing I love, because, you know, a lot of times I want to switch to reviews. So a lot of times when readers leave reviews, I think sometimes they don't leave them because, one, they don't know how to write the reviews. So that it becomes effective. So when you guys read a book together, how do you guys put the review together? Do you guys do a separate review, or do you do one whole review
6: that just represents the book? Check? Well, we used to kind of talk about it, and then I would like filter out questions and be like, "What do you think about this part? What do you think about this part?" And then we would, we would kind of, we would kind of just, you know. Combine it all together Like with the questions And mm-hmm. Monika t- Monica's like the per- she, Monica's the nice one Of the group Like I'm just gonna Keep it real If I don't like it I don't like she it so, <laughs> so Monica's gonna be like I liked it
3: It was
6: good Even though she didn't like it She's gonna say that anyway <laughs> Well she so said she told it That she's not allowed
7: To do reviews <laughs>
6: No, she's not allowed to do reviews at all.
2: Wait a minute, though. You know, I, if I didn't like a book, I never used to leave a review. Until Cash told me that if you don't like a book, you're supposed to leave the author an honest review. Mm-hmm. So, and instead of necessarily leaving a review, if I leave the author or I leave the publisher. I would contact them directly. Whether call them on the phone or inbox them and say, you know, I read this book and um, it was a little airy over here, or I found some errors. You know, a lot of errors over here. What is your process when you? Everybody doesn't like it. You like it. One person doesn't. The other person says, all right. How do you guys go about um, getting your review out when it when it comes to the instance of somebody not
0: liking it?
6: Um, we'll we'll normally write separate reviews, and then we'll just tag them, your name, our name, and then five five six Book six. Like, we can't. I, I'm just one that like if if I don't like, I'm just not gonna just agree. <laughs> but but I'm also not cruel about it. Like, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a way to provide constructive criticism without being cruel about it. But Absolutely. even when you're nice about it, you have some, mm-hmm. like, Facebook authors that want to be mad about it. So it does mm-hmm. kind of leave you in a position where you don't want to mm-hmm. leave the review. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the side I didn't even think about. Now, we have the fabulous Miss Joyce Dickerson. We're going to have a big old book club discussion before Mr. <laughs> St. Clair coming here, kicking in the door. But... This Joyce, how are you?
5: I'm doing great. How are you, Lisa?
2: I am good. I'm going to ask Benita and BookChick. I want you guys to call back in, hang up and call back in, um, so that okay. maybe we can get your connection. No all right, it's not you, and We can hear you. Oh, it's okay. And Miss
0: Chit, we can't hear.
2: Um, now, Miss Joyce, you are part of Don't Read Me, Read a Book at Latter.
0: Tell
2: yeah. us a little bit about yourself, first of all. And um, how
5: do you got connected with that particular book club? Okay. Great. Right. Okay. All right. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother. I reside in Atlanta. And I developed, I'm originally from Miami, Florida. And I developed mm-hmm. a love of reading at an early age because my mother was mm-hmm. a reader and my father was a reader. once my parents Separated. Then I continued to read. So I always have been a avid reader, and I've always mm-hmm. been in different or uh, book clubs. Well, how I got mm-hmm. into Don't Read Me Read a Book, I was at a a event, and I end up meeting the founder of Don't Read Me Read a Book, Kiana Drennan, and I met her mm-hmm. at an event, and she was talking about. The book clubs at that time there wasn't an Atlanta chapter, there was an okay. Ohio chapter. So I went to an event in Ohio, and I got a chance to attend one of their meetings with meeting with a with meeting with the author. And I liked the concept, mm-hmm. and I liked the way they they their concept. This was the first. This was the first chapter and it was the Columb it was the Ohio chapter. It was the Columbus Ohio chapter. And that's mm-hmm. so where I ended up going. So I kept asking her, well, when are you gonna do some more some more chapters? And she says, I'm working on it. I said, Well, I wanna be a part if you ever do one in Atlanta. So when mm-hmm. she did the chapter in Atlanta, uh I joined the chapter and I I, I loved it from day one. The concept and the way that the 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 way the book club was set up, the simple fact that how we do, we have a book club meeting. We invite mm-hmm. an author. The author comes physically comes to the meeting. Whatever cha- your this chapter might have one author, the other chapter might have another author because we have twenty at the present time. We have twenty six chapters, so that means we have authors going. Everywhere So we meet up with the author We discuss the book And we ask the author All kind of questions And it's an intimate session Because it's just the chapter And the author And we usually meet maybe in a restaurant Or sometimes we Get an event Mm -hmm. And we meet And that is how Mm -hmm. our group is set up So we meet and we meet the author We 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 we're little that we tell the author how we feel about the book we ask about characters we are some of us sometimes have ten fifteen, twenty questions that we might ask the author at a time when they come to one of our meetings. Mhm, and i that's, and that's one
2: thing I love about authors uh, a lot of authors are really uh approachable where you can ask them different questions you know they they authors are sensitive about their creation, but they don't mind good, good conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? They don't mind that. And that's what I love about it. So when you, I want to ask both of you guys, both groups, when, did Ms. Benita and um, Miss Lonnie could call back in?
0: i don't no,
2: I'm
6: here. Benita. Oh, Benita's here.
0: Oh. Okay, oh. hey! hey. What's going on, honey?
2: Did Monica get in yet? Can she, hear us? Uh, she should be calling back in. She should be calling okay. back in. Okay, so my question is, when authors want to, when you guys want to reach out to authors or be able to experience new authors, are, do you reach out to them? Do you just reach out to them? How do they contact you? Say there's an author listening to this right now. They're new, and they want a book club to be able to read and um and talk about their book club. What is your
5: process for your individual book club? Well, in our book club, if if they're in a certain city or they're near a certain city, and what mm-hmm. they would do, they have to contact the admin for that city, mm-hmm. and the admin sets it up when they want to come, you know, when they want to either come to come to town to do the the book review. 'Cause we also Skype. So okay. they con uh-huh. they contact the Admin of each chapter. And once they contact the Admin, they tell the Admin about the book and they would like to come. And once that is done, then the Admin sets the date. Once the date is set. If they're a local author, they we usually do maybe a meal or, or what if they're if we Skype but they want to Skype then we can Skype with them, and then we all, in the chapter, we all are there, and that's how it's done. That's the process. But they have to contact the admin first.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then awesome. that's, how, and and
5: that's look, how it's done. And
6: what's kids? it. Basically, we have others just, they email us, or a lot of them get in contact with Monica. She's like our PR person. Mm-hmm. So they get in contact with Monica, and honestly, we have so many requests to, like, read and review books. We just started, like, not even being able to read some of the same ones. Like, at the same time, we will mm-hmm. take them. You know, like, okay, I got this one this week. Benita might get the next ones the next week. And then, like, we have authors mail us, you know, all a copy, a signed copy, to um, to us, and then we all will all read them together. Like, if we get a mail copy, we'll all read those together. And okay. you know, one of us will decide to do the review or whatever. But, or if they want to meet with us, um, you know, we'll set <laughs> up something and we'll <laughs> meet with them. Or we'll do
4: an online meeting where everybody reads a no. book and we can go on our Facebook page and we get everybody on there. Uh-huh. And we have a book discussion with the author. It doesn't have to be in person all the time. Yeah.
7: Awesome. Now,
2: how many books do you guys read a month?
4: Ooh. Individually it, it, or together. Yeah. <laughs> well oh, we it's everybody,
7: so
2: everybody, so <laughs> I want y'all to tell me how many books you guys read a month. Because mm. You know that Victoria Christopher Murray, even though she is an author, do you know she reads 50 books? Is it 50 books a month? Something like that. I know it's crazy. I
7: think she she, she reads like 50 books a month, and that's an author that writes. So
4: wow. how many books do you guys read? Well, not quite. Um, if we can work <laughs> and everything, but a uh, little, well, maybe twenty five thirty. It depends and it depends if it's a good series
5: right mhm, right in our, in our group, we read at least I'll say thirty to forty, and the reason being because although although we've set aside an author that we're gonna do for that money, somebody might also nominate an author, and we might do that, but we also within our group we have. We have authors that have joined, so we we are reading some of their books sometimes. So we all just read so many books. So it's like everybody do 30 to 40 books a month, and it might be 30 or 40 books, and we might suggest to someone else another member, well, I read this book last week. Maybe you need to get this. So that's how we overall read so much because we are trying to keep up with you know, trying to read, and then trying to we're trying to read some of the authors' books that are in the group, and then we have mm-hmm. other we have people in the group that read faster than the others. So you have people in the group that do forty or fifty, but that's all they 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 have been doing it so long that it becomes it just become a a a, a normal thing for them.
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that you said that, Miss Joyce, because that is a very important. When readers read and they talk to their friends or family members, that creates word of mouth. But I believe that there are, when there are numbers, if there are multiple people in a group that have a mm-hmm. word of mouth, a, a book club is just like, I always use this, I got this from um, Brooklyn June. A book club is like a taxi cab. They go out, they spread their word of mouth, they grab the people, they put them on their, in their little taxi cab, pallam them on in, and they bring them over to party office. Promoter, a promoter does the same thing. You have some authors that don't promote at all, um, but they still Their free promotion comes from their readers, which are the book clubs like we have on the show today. Now, as book clubs, how do you guys spread your word of mouth out
5: side of your club. Well, in our book club we're always we're always recruiting new people. And we have it where word of mouth and we've had flyers for different events and we we make flyers we have in different cities because all cities are not aware. So if, if we might mm-hmm. be at an event that has nothing to do with books. But it mm-hmm. might be just an event. Like we have done or uh, pass flyers out at different things. We might be somewhere and pass a flyer out and we all each group, each each city has made up flyers. Mm-hmm. Then of course, not only that, because Tiana Drennan also or sends out we have a we have a Facebook See, we have chapters, but we also have a Facebook chapter that people can also join Mm -hmm. that's not near a local chapter. So we have it covered both ways. And then she puts out information. We have a blog. We do blog with her, and she might find a new author or something and tell everybody about it. So then we all get chances to review it or whatever, but we're pulling in members like or we were at a book signing a couple of weeks ago with Ashley and Ashley Antoinette. And and then being at Ashley Antoinette, there were about five ladies there and we had on our show. And the first thing they asked us, well, okay, who are you all? And then we explained to them about the, we gave them the information. And of the five ladies now, we've already gotten two of them in Atlanta chapter. So, We we are one of those kind of groups. We always are somewhere. I'm always somewhere. The other members, we always somewhere walking around with our shirts on. And usually, if you walk around with a shirt on, somebody, and because of our shirts being the way they are, our names on the back, somebody's going to say, Can I ask you a question? Or how do I join your, you know, it looks like you have a book club. Mm -hmm. How can I join? So that's how we get, Mm -hmm. guess how we get members? we're getting members from people that are. Already readers, and they're just interested when they see something that says book. They're interested on in how can they be, you know, how can they you know, be attached to the club? Absolutely, uh, and books. Did
7: we
2: No, the are
4: I'm still here we, we talking over each other Tiffany and myself But a lot of times um, hmm, We have shirts And Monika is our Advertiser PR person She's always somewhere with a 556 five, on Getting questions People want to know about how to get With our group um, Everybody I mean we're Facebook We Twitter We're just all kind of social media it's uh, Bookkeep Monica. Awesome. That's, our, that's our whole media packet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monica. Monica's she really our advertisement. <laughs> I'm hoping she can get in,
6: Monica. I hope she can get in. Is she still so with us? She can't get in. She texted me and said she can't get in. Yeah, I, she did she try again? Yeah, she, she
2: Okay, let's see if this is her. Oh, okay. Is this her? <laughs>
7: Hello. Mon- Monica yes. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. hey hi. hi. Hey.
0: What's going What's on? on?
7: we going on? We talk go. about books. We got bikes stick up in here and we understand that you're the freak of the group. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I'll
0: take
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question is. Because you were asking, how do you guys spread your word of mouth outside of your group? And Miss Benita was telling us that you
7: basically are the walking in billboard for the group.
4: She is.
7: I am. I actually probably every weekend I have a book club shirt on. And um, I think I want them so much, uh, my husband is not looking at them. Now, how often do each of you
2: guys meet? Um, Do you guys meet once a month? Do you guys meet once a week? Ms. Joyce, how often do you guys meet? Because don't really read a book, it's such a large chapter. Do you guys have individual meetings and then chapter meetings as well?
5: Yeah, no. Each chapter, because the chapters are so spread out in different cities. Each chapter have their own they have their own schedule as to how they do their meetings or how many meetings that they they do per month. Right now, the Atlanta chapter has been doing two meetings. We do two actual book discussion meetings a month. But then we do a what we call a meeting where we just get together and do, you know, like we might say we're going to XYZ restaurant and we just might get together or we might do something un- or together or we cook you know we might go somewhere and just have a meal or and, and basically every time there's something like a big event that goes on in Atlanta we always try to schedule something Around that event, and and if and if all the chapters meet up in a certain city, in order for us to have friendship and meet the other chapters when there is an event somewhere, then we set up. We might we might reserve a banquet room somewhere, and we might set up and just have a big overall meeting and chat with an author, and we all are there, and that means that it it it's fun because you know that there are members all over in every city, but then you get a chance to put the face with the person.
6: Absolutely. And book chicks? how often do you guys meet? Well, now since we've been doing the kickback, we've been kind of having book discussions like once a week at work. Like we've been picking a book, and then we have like the whole work crew that <laughs> and we pick
4: a lunch location okay. on a Friday or now a y'all Thursday. Yeah,
7: work now I'm doing an awful lot of reading. Be, uh, work? Work? <laughs> so it might but be y'all, working. y'all do be working and be y'all uh, trying to take on your desk night you and
0: know,
6: on the I book of words. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid to read. Yes, I get paid to read. <laughs>
0: She
2: said, I just politely put the papers on top of
7: the book, and as soon as they walk by, I
0: uh, turn around, like, okay,
7: minding my business,
6: and I just take my oh, yeah. right on back out. <laughs> That's the <laughs> luxury of having a Kindle because you can slide that Kindle right on in the file and open it up, and
4: <laughs> nobody
3: ever
6: knows the difference. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so you guys need, You guys meet daily Just in general, I
2: love it I love just the warmth that each of you guys Have for your book clubs I love that the joy said We don't just read, we get together We cook, we hang out And then when we are out and About and we are with other Chapters, we just get together with them As well, I love that you guys Have that camaraderie and you're able To get together, now have you guys ever had a situation where an author may want you to read a book that isn't even out yet and do a blurb? Have you guys had uh, the experience of being able to do blurbs for books?
6: Um, well, as far as I see, we have, um, we've done a couple. Mm-hmm. We had, um, and this is before we even really became like a known book club. Like people just started mm-hmm. hitting us up, like, "Hey, I'm gonna, you know, we write. I'm writing this book. Can you just read over it?" Um, we had Heather D.R. Castillo. She used to send us all her books before she, you know, would put them out and would ask us to write, you know, a little excerpt and tell us, tell people about it or whatever. But we do. We get a lot of firsthand books before they hit the street.
5: <laughs> we do. We do also. Yeah, we do also, and we get a lot, but we also have actual reviewers, and we have test readers among the chapters. So having the chapters that we have, we have test readers, and actually in and, and a lot of the chapters there's a test reader or there's a reviewer, and the books are being sent to that person directly. Now when it comes to a blog, and, and and if someone sends a book, they usually send it to Kiana Drennan, and she will kind of tell us a little about the book, a little about the author, and what she thinks before the book come out. And we'll kind of discuss it with her, and then that's how it works. We'll discuss it. But within our, because there's so many chapters and we are so spread out, You'll be surprised at the test readers and, and all that we have among all the chapters that are test reading for different authors, and they're not really, you know, per se, because they're not really saying what they're test reading. They'll just say, I'm test reading for somebody this week, so I won't be in the in the group that, you know, they're not going to say who they're test reading for.
2: I'm glad that you mentioned that because me and Steve talk about this all the time. we got a hand up. We're going to take that hand in just a minute. We talk about this all the time. Your reading eye changes uh, depending on what your level of reading skill is. It's hard for me to read for pleasure now because my eye is so critical. It's hard for me to just kind of read a book and it has errors in it because I find myself going back and then the book, like, this should be here, take this out. So my eye is very critical. When you're reading to proofread or you're reading to uh, be a, a beta reader or a test reader, that's a critical eye. So how does that come about in a group where you have some people that have more of a critical reading eye than others?
5: Well, and that's the, that that happens because of that, because you have you have – you have you have members that are the avid readers that and they don't pick out or see something that another avid reader sees, but it's not because you you're not a good reader, but you might be a little more experienced or you might be you might have been reading longer than the other person, and you're good at what you do and then you have you have someone that's an avid reader. And it's that kind of reader that don't mind telling the author really what they think. Mm-hmm. You know, That and so that means if you're a test reader and you are doing that and you're telling the author just what you think, authors are beginning to appreciate it more than you telling the author, oh, yeah, your book was good, but deep down inside you know it wasn't, but you're afraid to tell the author that it was not a good book. We have members within the chapters that don't have a problem. They don't care. They would tell the author how they feel, and that's and we get replies all the time. I like you authors. You all honest. You don't you don't sugarcoat it. Absolutely.
2: We're gonna take this hand we have up before the fabulous Sean Saint Clair comes in. But I also want to talk that talk about uh, audio books um, because I've listened to books. The- you know, through Alexa, you can listen to the to the Kindle, uh, but you can also listen to the audio book. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I think it's the narrative voice when it comes to an audio book that distracts the reader. So let's take this hand up, 213448. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where you follow from?
0: Hi, this is Peter Mack from California. Oh, hey, Peter. Yes. Hi,
6: Trina. Hi, Alicia. It's been a while. How y'all doing?
0: good. good mm-hmm.
6: us. Is that Monica on the phone? Yes, it
7: is, Miss
6: Buc- Hey, Monica. Well, I wanted to call in when I saw that Monica was going to be on the line. I wanted to call in just to personally thank her for all of her support and for always allowing my many, many posts in her book group. And uh, I always get a warm reception. I
0: appreciate it. Hello. Can she hear? Oh, is she there?
3: Pretty.
7: Can you hear me?
6: Yes, ma'am. Hey, Peter. Hey, Monica.
7: It's actually
6: Monica. Oh, hi. I'm sorry, I didn't get that.
0: It's Mon. It's Monica.
6: Oh, it's Monica. Okay. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. like Shantae and Shantae. I got you. I got you. Uh huh. (laughs) uh -huh.
8: No. You know, it ain't angel, it ain't angel no more angel Janae. You heard me?
3: No, no <laughs> <I miss> it wasn't I missed
0: it.
7: Absolutely. We appreciate you calling
2: in. Peter and shouting out the book club. So this book chick is one of a kind, and we all do appreciate her. We're going to put you back in the queue. We're going to talk, talk before Sean St. Clair comes in about audiobooks. Do you
6: guys read audiobooks
7: and review them as your as
6: part of your group, or is that just an individual thing that you guys did? We'll start with books. Um, I'm t- i is our listener of books. I'm not a fan of it. Like the o and, I, and the only series that I've ever listened to that I thoroughly enjoyed was Harry Potter.
0: <laughs>
6: so, oh wow! I mean, like, And I still listen to those CDs. Like, I will listen to them at the gym, in the car. Like, if you're going out of town, best series ever on audio. But I can't really, any other book, I can't really listen to it on audio because when I'm reading a book, like, I am literally playing it out the way I see it. So when I have to listen to somebody read it, I'm kind of having to go by the way their words are. (laughs) or they get excited at this point, and, you know, I just, I can't get with it. But Benita's like our listener. She she has her her headphones in all day.
2: See, I'm like Tiffany. i am telling y'all, I read a book, I listened to a book that I actually read. And the man talked for like five minutes, and I was like, I, I'm not, this is not my ministry. I'm not going to be able to sit listen to him for two hours. Because I don't know what it was. I think it was his voice. And then when he tried to do the female narrative, I was like, "Oh, I just can't." I think within is the audio book. The voice is very important. Um, and I want to ask Sean when he comes in, does he able to? Uh, does he have audio books, and is he
6: able to review them? Because that voice sometimes does that voice throw you off? Tiffany? Yes, that voice is. It's just it's. It, yeah, it's not it, because even when you read a book, like, you can imagine, like, what the dude sounds like or what the girl sound like, depending on what she's saying. So I like to have uh-huh. it in my head as opposed to hearing somebody read it, because then I'm like, that's not how I would have said you know? <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, but so many of them there. In, your, the voices are in your own head, and the audio book uh-huh. is different from the Kindle book is the Kindle is reading. I'm not my audio My Kindle reads, I guess it's different for me because some of those audio books those voices I can't listen to. But my Kindle and reads you know, I can right? listen to it's you different know right? the audiobook. It's not the same. I'm I'm
7: saying
5: out <laughs> <and,
7: laughs> I feel you. I
2: feel you on that one. Go ahead, Miss Joyce.
5: And well really in our book club we don't really do audio books because we have we have taken the name of the paperback gang. That's us. So we don't really do a okay. lot of Kindle books. We don't do a lot of Kindle books. We sell we seldom do Kindle books and that's why we don't do audio books because in our books in our in all the chapters we buy books. And we buy oh, okay. another, an, uh, yeah, we don't do, you know, we might, you know, we all have Kindles and we might put a book on a Kindle every now and then, but we buy books. When we go to, when we go somewhere, we are buying books. We are, we are, that's why our our, our book club is really called, that's our nickname, the paperback game, because that's what we do. We, we, so, I have a Kindle. I don't know the last time I even turned my Kindle on, but I, I, I you know, I, I have stacks of paperbacks, and that's what I read is my paperback.
0: Now, I'll, I don't read my
7: paperback books. I buy paperback books. Well, we all do. Uh, Tiffany, Benita, all, all three of us, we buy our books, but we also buy the uh, other versions because. Uh, y'all read at y'all' desk a
0: right
7: on in that file. But even when I went <laughs> to um,
6: when I went to Edgewater to get Bobby Brown to sign my book at the Barnes and Noble, I never opened the book. Like I wanted to read the book so bad, but I don't like to mess up my book.
0: So I ended,
6: up buying it. Yeah, I ended up buying it on Kindle because I'm like, I'm not going to turn the pages of my book. So we do buy paperback books, but my Kindle, I mean, I have a young kid that's in sports. I can pack that up in my purse and I can keep it moving. I can, you know, download it whenever I, it's just more convenient for me than to now carry around a book. And it's, you know, at first I didn't think I was it.
0: I understand like that. It, it took uh-huh.
6: me a year to use my Kindle. My first one my husband brought me, it took me a year to use it. Because I was like, I'm not going to like this. I like a book, but I don't know. I've kind of been sold since, so. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to jump back to what
2: Miss Danita was saying and what Ms. uh Joyce was saying. Because, you know, I read Forbidden Truth uh, by Nika Michelle. I read her... Uh,
3: the, the two new
2: ones, to her series, the author's pen is what kicks off and adds the essence to of book that is read through your candle if Have you all noticed that when you when you listen Miss Benita, seat through your candle it, it's the author's pen it's the details to of uh, what their characters say, how their characters move, that show yeah. showing the reader, what it is, because I'm telling y'all, this is her book. I, I put a score. I was listening to an audio book because that is just how smooth her pen is. So when you're listening to the book, how does that, that go for you? The flow is very important for you um, when listening to the book. How? What is your take on that when you're listening to your Kindle?
4: When I'm listening to the book, the voices, maybe my imagination is of a little wilder than somebody else's. I've listened to so many books that my mind is a character in a book, and I hear what I need that character out to be. I don't necessarily hear that person on that Kindle. Exactly. That yes, everything is
2: better
4: in your I'm head. Into, yes, I'm into the story of the the book. So I'm like in a whole nother world. I don't see people around me mostly. And when I'm at lunch, I have my headphones on. They don't talk to me when I'm at supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm busting us up now. Let's hope nobody's listening there. Right, right. I hope nobody's on the phone. This is not really Mo'Nique and Chick or Tizniel or Benitez. These are none of these people. We I ain't
7: know. never seen so it.
4: They don't know. They don't This not them. This is Susie, Sarah, and James. Don't, oh, you know what? you It's okay, because okay. I'm okay. 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 keep reading. <laughs> I
7: know that's nice, right, y'all. So I can go right in that file folder and say, uh-huh, yes, I did. I read that. <laughs> yes, I signed it yesterday. Uh-huh, all right. I see you next. <laughs> <laughs> <them on> <laughs> awesome
2: again. We're we about to bring in Sean St. Clair. I don't know if you guys have ever read any of his books. This is Mr. Skin uh, himself. Hey, Mr. St. Clair, how are you? How
8: are you ladies doing tonight?
7: Great. I really
8: this is
0: great. I wonder if we lose Miss Tony.
7: I'm here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, okay, okay. Now, Mrs. St. Clair, when you come into the chat room, we want you to tell everybody what you have been stirring up in your creative kitchen since the last time we talked to you. Did we lose it? Hey, did we
7: lose
3: it? Hello? Sean? Sean?
0: This me a lot. Long talk is on I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm here now. Okay. Okay.
2: So tell everybody what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen
3: since the
8: last time we spoke with you on this chat. Say that again. You kind of broke up. Tell
2: us what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen since the last time we spoke with you on
8: that chat. Oh, I've been getting it in. Oh, um, if you've been noticing. that uh-uh. Oh, of, uh, with, Yeah, but <laughs> um, he said that it was then.
2: excitement. Y'all hear that?
8: Mr. y'all hear that excitement? He likes you now. Can you get me? Then it was just uh-huh. <laughs> I had to set the game up. I got to get a market share in this thing. So I had to set my game up. I'm now, tell everybody always had a
0: great
8: manager. Well. I created my own genre called Gangsterotica. And basically, I like the term erotic, uh, erotic crime fiction, pretty much, or erotic street lit. It's the of mm. street lit and erotica. Called Gangsterotica, all oh, one word, Gangsterotica. And basically, oh, okay. I came up with that concept. Yeah, I came up with that concept because I detest that term, urban books, like they were trying to put it in that category. And I hate that yeah. term, mm-hmm. so I had to come up with something. So I'm a solution. So instead of me just hating it, I decided to come up with my own genre. Um, I also created because I want men and women to read together. So that's pretty much, you know, if I figured if I can to bring the street and bring the fellas in and bring the riders and bring the ladies in, or vice versa because people like different things, I figured if I can do both those things, then I have something in my hand, you know?
6: Mm-hmm. So if we've never read anything by you, what should we read first? I always
8: tell my readers I recommend forbidden first. Because it kind of familiarizes you with my style. I have a very unique style, and it can get kind of raunchy at times. It get kind of you know, it's different. So, I like to introduce people to my style first by reading Forbidden, and then I tell them to go ahead and go to scan Deep because that story is a lot more expansive. But you won't be so much taken aback by that story if you're already familiar with my style.
0: Hmm.
7: Absolutely.
5: Joyce, did you have any questions for Mr. Saint Clair? No, I've read I've read his book. So I, he his he, as he's explaining his books are are different. They 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 they're kind of like you said in a in a genre
3: of their own. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support first of all. And I appreciate you saying that
8: too because that's what I try to do with everything.
2: Absolutely Now So we have a group of ladies that haven't read your book at all So I want you to go ahead on And and pitch Sean St. Clair Pitch your pencil down Tell them what they can expect when they open up one of your books
8: When you open up one of my gangster Gangsterotica tales You can expect something that's hot Sexy Um, But more importantly you can always learn a lesson Inside my books as well As I mentioned before I like for my books to be read about men And women preferably together. So whenever you're reading a story, you're going to see things. um, I like to do different points of view. So you will see a first-person character by a female's point of view. You will see a first-person character by a male's point of view. And the reason why I like to do that is because often males and females, we may experience the same event, but we have different thoughts on that. You know what I'm saying? Like a woman may be thinking it's one way, whereas a man may be thinking it's something different. So I like to kind of play with that because we think differently as men and women. So, for example... There may be a scene in my book where uh, a man and a woman are at a game. And the woman may be experiencing the game from her perspective, and the man may be experiencing it from his. So it's going to be two totally different things. And I like to play along with that. See how it's kind of like play with that because a lot of times we talk at each other, not to each other. So through my pen, you can kind of see that. Um, you're going to get sex, lots of sex, lots of violence, lots of money. You know what I mean? Blood, sex, and murder is what I like to call it.
2: Absolutely. Now you emphasize that you like men and women to read together. Talk a little bit about that and why that is something that is really part of your passion of writing.
8: Well, as a as a man, I don't think there are a lot of voice in in the literary world. When I started writing I didn't see a lot of voices that spoke for me. Like, you know, a dude from the streets who climbed up by his own bootstraps and trying to make something in the world. I I didn't see a lot of that represented in the books I was reading. Um, additionally, I didn't see a lot of us black men reading. And I used to tutor and stuff like that. So when I would speak to the brothers about why they don't read, they would always say, nothing speaks to me. You know what I mean? They were like, I want to read, but I can't relate to any of that. So I wanted to construct something that can relate to my everyday brothers. You know what I mean? Not, not the nerdy dude, something that's for the real cats. Um, also for women. Of course, women, we all know women read more than men, typically anyway, so I definitely want to cater to them. But I, want, I like to use my books as a conversational pieces. I want to be able to build relationships. Like one of the biggest compliments that I ever received in one of my books, I had this 58-year-old white woman, and she told me she read one of my books and it saved her marriage. And for me, that was all the validation I needed because that's what I strive to do. Yeah, she said she, said she and her husband hadn't had, she said their bed hadn't cooked in six months. And she said when she read my book It's <laughs> been cooking ever since So
0: that's I, wow. I tried to you You know what I mean <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Absolutely I mean, that's, Now you,
2: yeah. you got You got motives
8: Go ahead please. Yeah she's not who I intended when, when I wrote that book She's not the person who I had in mind You see what I'm saying But the <laughs> fact that I was able to speak to her Let's know I did my job So I just give a lot more of that You know what I mean And just use that for fuel
0: To keep going forward
2: Wow. Sean, that's why mm-hmm. we say when you come up in the chat room, you just throw all kinds of things. People probably over there one click in that book <laughs> to get some juice started in their
8: own oh, kitchen. <laughs> hey, and the challenge for me is this, right? I have such a diverse interest in, in life and the type of books I have. Like, for example, gangsterotic is my thing, but that's not the only thing that I write. So when it comes to radical, I always – have to wonder, do I want to make it so raunchy? Do I want to make it like that? Because eventually, I do want to reach a certain audience. Like, no, I don't want it to be because when it comes to writing it's kind of pigeonholed. And mm-hmm. as a writer, as a writer, I have so many more things I'm interested in, and I want to get my point points across in. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. when I'm writing, I'm like, oh, should I go this hard or not? You know what I'm saying? But the answer is yeah. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be late to the game, you better bring the best champagne. So that's what I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so heard.
2: Tony. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, how how has um that title been received by your your readers, the gangsta erotica? What is the, the premise behind that, and how has it been received by your writers, especially in the various book clubs like the ladies we have on tonight?
8: So far it's been good.
2: Um, initially, mm-hmm.
8: I, it, it took a little second to pop off it. You know, I was like, man, should, should I do this? Should I keep doing? Cause it? Because it sounded gimmicky initially, but the more right. I started pushing, the more I started explaining it to people, they realized exactly why it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So once once they realized why I had to create my own sub genre, they've been more receptive to it. Once they know that, because um, at the end of the day, quality is what going to rise above everything else. So before it's a gangster writer, before it's anything, I try to write a quality story first, and everything else will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. But so far, the brand has been good. It's, it's, the brand is sticking up, and I'm very glad. I'm something I'm appreciative of that.
5: Okay, I have a question for you. Sure. Have, have you did the second part to Skin Deep?
8: If you look at it on my social media today, you'll see I started posting the cover. The book has been done. I like uh-huh. to do my releases in August. So you probably okay. look for August release. My birthday is in August.
2: So it could
5: probably do an okay. August release. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've read Skin yeah. Deep. I was just waiting for the 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 second the sequel. Okay. And I'm like glad
2: it. that you brought that up because authors you guys actually have a time schedule. I know when we get when we are readers, we think books they come out like this, boom, boom, boom. We we read the first one, we ready for the second one. You guys mm-hmm. have schedules. So how does your schedule work when your books, do you put them out twice a year, once a year? Truth be told,
8: I've kind of been slacking. I know you've probably heard it a thousand times, but I have, I have a bunch of books already completed. But I'm so um, meticulous with where I prepare them. I like to be the one to do the final edits and stuff like that. I don't like to delegate, but I've learned that in order to kind of put things out at the pace that I need to stay relevant, I have to start delegating so starting this year, I'm starting trying to put out four books a year at least. Okay. Like Anybody two, else
3: have
8: any Scandi more questions two. for us? scan 2 and scan 3 is already completed. Um, forbidden 2, I'm still working on that. And I have some other new stories that I'm not even done yet. I have Sex Mobile coming up, too. If you go on my website, you can see the cover and everything. So that. I have that coming up this year as well.
2: Absolutely. Right. Now, we're going to talk book covers. When you do your book covers, do you want your book covers done in a certain way, or does it depend on the graphic artist that you have?
8: I like to, um, when I hire a graphic designer, I don't like to handicap them. I have a general idea of what I want it to look like, but I kind of like to make them earn their money, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. If, if I have to tell them exactly what to put on there, I might as well do it myself. Um, also I believe in mutual consultation. So if he the for me what works best is not work hand in hand with my graphic designer. You know, they come up with what they think a lot of times they read really the book. My main guy, um M Edge of Edge Graphics, he's done most of my covers thus far. He, he's a beast. And we have a, a synergy like no other. I mean, I just tell him basically what it's about. And he knocks out a park every time. So I've had no I've had no complaint. Recently, for Cindy two I work with another graphic designer, a brother by the name Mario, and he's, he's really good. For me, I like to have a mainstream uh, cover, primarily. I like something that can, um, you know, because here's the thing with these books. We might put the books out today, but they may not catch on until five years later. You know what I'm saying? So That's right. when I design a cover, I try to have that in mind, like, yo, how would this book cover look five years from now Walmart or, or wherever? So my books on Barnes & Old and books to me and things like that, too. So you have to walk a fine line between being tasteful and being provocative. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's
3: true.
0: So that's my
8: thing. I yeah, I want to be provocative. I want my stuff to stand out when you look at it on the shelf. Because I always say, even though they have e-books, audio books, and stuff like that, as a purist, I always think shelves. So I want my book to stand out on the shelf. That's number one. And then, I, you know, I want it to be provocative, but I also want it to be tasteful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Now, I think Absolutely. Totally I have a
2: question, though, know, still on the covers because no, Lisa and I here on um, chat. we're a little book bougie, and we admit it. So, the cover, the, the synopsis, and the title—those are things that are always important to us. Now, when you're writing a story, does your story start with a title, or does the title come as you're writing your story? Like the Against the Erotica Tale, the title present itself first.
0: Or well,
4: the story presented itself first, to you?
8: Well, I always write my stories in my head months before I ever start putting them on, uh, like, actually writing. As far as the Game Serotica tell, I know which books I want to make Game Serotica books before I ever start them. Um, my, my titles, for every book I put out, I try to put three titles out. It comes out I write stories. Like, for example, one of our first, like, Forbidden, that book was initially called something else. It was called Taboo when I initially wrote it. But mm-hmm. I always like to uh, do three or four titles and choose the best one that fits that story. So that's how I do my titles. Mm-hmm.
2: Because sometimes the title can change as you're writing it, and it's something else just may pop in your head that just fits better, you know?
8: It, it does. The way I receive my titles, like, oh, uh, not to get too spooky, but I get kind of spiritual. You know what I mean? Like a lot of my books, my titles I dream about the first. So that's kind of like. For me, that's kind of what works, like blood ties and forbidden and uh, stuff like that. I Mm kind of came to those titles, came to me in dreams. So I just do it like that, you know.
3: Mm -hmm.
8: And if you notice, I don't know. Okay, here's a little tidbit about my writing. Most of my titles are at least double entendre. You follow me? For example, Skin Deep is actually like a triple entendre because the book is about a model. And they say beauty is only skin deep. yeah. Um, also, it was inside that book are two twins. So they're identical twins. So they may look the same, but they're actually different people. Once again, skin deep. Because they look the same as the but they're two different people. So that's a double entendre. With forbidden, it's a double entendre as well because it's you have these two people who are opposite sides of the law. They're not supposed to be together, but so they have a forbidden love affair. You know what I'm saying? And then that story is very sexual, like, and sex is supposed to be forbidden. That's the double entendre as well. So I like to use, I kind of like to put a hidden meanings on my type. I
0: love
2: it. I love it. Now, do you have any of your books on audiobooks? And if so, how do you determine the narrative voice that you're going to use for your book?
8: That's a great question. I heard y'all conversation earlier. I was like, y'all love that. The audiobook? Okay. First of all, to answer your question, no, I don't have any on audiobook yet. But I am looking into that. Like literally, I spoke with someone about that this week. I'm def- that's definitely the next phase. Um, I love, I love audiobooks. It's crazy because I'm, I'm a reading purist. But if an book is done right, it can make you look at the story in a whole different light. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Like for example, um, Eric Jerome Dickey's book. Uh, anyway, it's, 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 it's I just listen to another book, right? And they have the
2: accents and stuff like that.
8: And to me that adds a whole other dimension to the story. You know?
2: True. Yeah, and, it's where they got the kind of glass right. shattering, the hon- horn honking, that's, that's very true. It, it brings it to life um, as the reader is listening. So I can understand that because I noticed that, you know, it's like a lot of Sound effects added uh, to the story itself.
3: Now, when you put your books
2: on on audiobook, what which, which books do you want to put on audiobook first? Have you thought about it, or are you looking to put your books more on the big screen?
8: Well, folks, I, I want to do the audiobook first. I want to take every every chance I can. I'm looking to do Flame and Lust. That's a book that people don't really know too much about because I haven't promoted it well because it's just a novella. But I think that as an audiobook, Flame of Love will really pop. And it's not too long because it's a novella, so people won't get bogged down in school. Because a lot of times, audiobooks are like 9 and 10 hours, it's only some 20 something hours. And people don't have time for that. So I figure if I can crack and trap market with my novella and kind of bring that to life, I think it'd be a, uh, a win win. And of course, I plan to bring all my other ones to movies. I'm going to go to film school real soon.
2: Absolutely. Right. Did you guys, did you ladies have any questions? Other questions for Mr. St. Clair?
0: No. Yeah.
7: When is he going to you be us running. for the kickback? I
0: oh, know that's
3: right,
7: no, right Monica. Miss Monica said, cut all that book
2: pop. <laughs> we need you at the kickback selling some of them books. I came you last year. It was dope, too.
8: So I like that. I like the venue.
2: I just have to find time on my schedule, man.
8: I got a very hectic schedule right now. I do a lot of traveling, so I have to have have, have to make time for it.
7: But it's a dope. Event. Okay, I'll, I'll tag you for summer twenty eighteen. Okay, now that we can do.
8: <laughs>
2: I, tag, I know that. that's
7: why Miss Onika said she said, "Okay, you can't do it this
2: year. Let's find out when you can." <laughs> I love
3: all, I'm it. Like, I'm all on board for summer
8: summer two thousand eighteen. I'll put it on my calendar.
2: Making those moves, making those moves. You guys are listening to last us My name is Tony, and I am joined by my phenomenal co-host, the one and only Fantabulous Leisha. And we have our readers delight tonight. We are having a great discussion on books and everything related to books. We have the wonderful 556 five, Book Chicks, Book Club, in as well. As well as don't read me read a book Atlanta. They are all in here kicking it with us in the chat room. We are all talking and listening to the fabulous author Sean Sinclair who writes that's 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 Mr. Skin Deep right there. That's Mr. Skin Deep. That's all I can call him, Mr. Skin Deep. I can't call him nothing else. I don't know. <laughs> So I have a question. When you're writing your books, because you said you play it in your head first before you even write it, so are your books are they plot driven or are
5: they character driven? Hmm, that's a real good question.
8: Uh, I I like to the intertwine them for the most part. What I this is what I do. Whatever is kind of bugging me in the world, whatever I want to see addressed, I figure that instead of me just venting about it. I write about it, and that's my process. That's how, uh, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like therapy for me. So, uh, so okay, for Forbidden, i give you this. Forbidden, it was more character-driven. And for skin deep, it was more plot-driven. hmm
2: Now, um, which, which, which style do you like the best? Do you like to write more character-driven books or plot-driven books? Well, you know what? I tell
8: myself, because I have some books written in third person as well. You'll see some notes come out this year. For me, mostly, when I wanted to be more plot-driven, I like to write in third person because it gives me a broader landscape to work with. It's not so confined as first person. But thus far, I really like to write in plot-driven because it gives me more room. It gives me more creative license. For example, if you, you follow me, right? It uh-huh. gives more room. It makes the story more expansive. For example, in CNDs they went to Ethiopia. Although it was first person, it was still more plot-driven. Like, for example, they went to Ethiopia, they went to Miami, they went to New Jersey, they went to Carolinas. And, you know, if you just got one person that's character-driven, it's hard to do that. So being yeah. more plot-driven gives you more work to work with. So I like that.
2: Now, do you think that character-driven books are what gives the books legs to move on their own amongst book clubs and different avid readers?
0: Well, the challenge
8: of a good writer is to make his character take root inside the reader's mind, regardless of whether it's plot-driven or character-driven. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You've got to strike that right balance. You have to, you have to find that right balance. I will agree that when it's more character-driven, you can give a reader... The readers tend to connect more with the characters because they're more focused on them as opposed to the overall plot of the book. But a challenge for a good writer, like I'm aspiring to be, is to have that balance of both.
2: And that's true because uh, in the beginning of the show, Tiffany talked about Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't like Fifty Shades of Grey um, because it didn't have a plot. It didn't have, like, a purpose. The character was like, what are you doing all day? This is what you're doing tying her up, beating her all day out. Is this all I get? You know, so that was a, that's a distraction for me. Ladies, I want to ask you, do you prefer more character-driven books or more plot-driven books as readers?
5: We'll start with Miss Joyce. I uh, like more uh, plot-driven books.
0: Hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then book Because let me tell you why. Because oh, okay. sometimes you have, sometimes authors put five, six, seven, eight, nine characters in the book, and you're trying to keep up with what each character is doing, and you forget what this one did or that mm-hmm. one did. It, yeah. Right.
2: A busy book, see? Yep, yeah. yeah I, I can't do a busy book if you got ten people doing something in the first five pages of the book. I, I just and I can't keep up. Booktix, do you prefer plot-driven books or character-driven books?
4: I, plot-driven. I'm just, yeah, I like a plot-driven book.
2: And Miss Tiffany, did we lose Miss Tiffany?
7: She may be doing something.
2: Uh, So you guys all like plot driven books as well where it it grabs your attention and it pulls you in. Now Sean, when you are creating your characters, what is that process like?
8: That's the fun part. Uh, A lot of my characters are based on people that I've known over the years and I just play (laughs) whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like Okay, this he seems to be a pretty solid dude, but I am finding like he's a scumbag. So, I see, you know, what if he
3: wasn't a solid
2: <laughs> <dude>? <laughs>
0: Let like, me
3: okay. find
2: out that you're still in tea. Mr. St. Clair, he, he's still in tea in his book. So when you write a book, how many phone calls do, do you get? You get those phone calls like, um, bro, case 35. Didn't I tell you about that the other day? Do you get those calls? <laughs> definitely,
8: definitely.
4: I just put a lot of authors write about what their friends or people no, that no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. No need no, to say it
2: again.
4: I was just saying a lot of authors write about their friends and things that they know. They're you know, their characters or from experience from their life.
3: Indeed.
2: That's Absolutely. True. I always say you want to be able to be free and write write a write a fiction book. You can spill tea and tell everybody it's just relatable, but you just spill you know tea about? on everybody. Yeah,
3: they just fine. telling your
2: business.
3: So you people, be telling folks
2: business, huh? Well, you're so not, you're, while well, you telling I mean, everybody else's business, how much of your own business do you telling your books?
8: Well, if I tell you that, I have to kill you. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I use a lot of that. Then I play what if too, though. You know what I'm saying? I I play a lot of what if too, in my own life as well. Like, yo, what if I wouldn't have made this turn? What if I would have did the right thing and did it this way? What if I did the wrong thing and went that way? That's the fun part. The characters is, that's the fun part of writing for me. You know what I'm saying? Because in in these books, I can make, like, a lot of people disappointed me in life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes writing a book is better than living life sometimes. Because in this book, you can make this person how they're supposed to. Like you might have this female who you've been really digging, and then later on in real life you find that she ain't—I mean, she ain't what you thought she was. So it kind of oh. takes that a little away. Well, in the books, you can. She she can be all that. You know what I'm saying? I have a great muse, so it's easy.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> Auntie, go ahead. I'm, just I'm over here, you know. Oh, did we lose her again? And, uh, now, Mr. St. Clair, we were sitting here a year from now, and we were talking about the accomplishments that you uh, had in 2017. What are some of the things we'll be talking about?
8: A release four books. I got the audio book done for one of my books, and one of my books is in production for a movie.
2: Oh, into a movie. now which book do you want to put into the movie? I wanna do forbidden. My debut novel. Forbidden seems
8: like uh-huh. it's more um it's it's ready for the big screen. I think it's ready for the big screen.
2: Okay. So if you were gonna put it on the big big screen, who would you have playing the different characters? What what um Hollywood actor or actress would you have playing some of those characters? Have you
8: thought about uh, that? I have. I like these questions too. That's some stuff. Um, uh, I like. To, I want to bring out some new, some new actors. But if, for the, for the sake of this conversation, all right, all right, for the main character Forbidden, the uncle, well, one of the main characters, Roland Padmore, I would have that actor, Delroy Lindo, playing him. Are you familiar with him? Boyhead guy, mm-hmm. Delroy Lindo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Playing the movie Ransom and stuff like that. I would have him. Uh, for uh, Anthony, Anthony Padmore, I will probably have Lance Gross playing him. Again, for the sake of this conversation, because I, I would prefer to bring my own actors into it, like the new fresh talent. But Lance Gross, he'll be a shoe in for Anthony Padmore. Uh, for Odada, I wouldn't mind seeing Lala play her. She'd be dope. I have, I have a, I have an unknown actress in mind for her, but yeah, I would, I would like Lala would be dope for her. I think she could bring that to life. And for Cadillac, hmm. Cadillac, I've I've had like a beautiful actors for him. He's a real grimy dude.
5: Have you guys
8: who who said they read forbidden?
5: Not, I read indeed. Not for Oh
2: yeah, Okay.
5: Okay, so okay
2: now, we, we, like, we, not, we like benefits and treats. Hold on, let's, let's roll that back. Because we, we <laughs> like treats here on Let's Chat. And so if you would <laughs> like to send any of these ladies forbidden, and we okay with that. We okay with that. We like gifts. I have we like i have I'm going to send Let me see. How many ladies you got in the room? Four. I haven't been Four? Six <laughs> including me and T. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, well, I already I, have it.
2: I um, actually have it on my Kindle. I'm just waiting to get, dive into it.
3: Okay.
8: It says four. I get. I'll make sure I get forbidden. I get the address up the show, inboxing the address. I'll make sure I get
2: forbidden. All right, Thank ladies, you. that's Author Sean Sinclair. He is <laughs> going to send you all some little snacks to read on and um, sink <laughs> your reading chops into.
4: Oh and goodness. we we <laughs> like our books autographed.
7: Is there <laughs> <way>? <laughs> is there
8: any other way to get it besides autograph? Guys, give them books out with an autograph, really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's been here. What you
2: <laughs> He basically he just said he don't send out a book unless it's autographed.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh.
2: Oh,
0: okay. All right. Okay. We are living. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we add up in that. <laughs> now we love it, we love it, we love it. So we are gonna get some some book clubs. We got two book clubs on here. Don't read me, read a book, Atlanta, and we have five five six book chicks um, out of Atlanta as well. They're both on here, and they're gonna get to get a little uh, read um, for Mr. Sean Saint Clair for his book Forbidden. Um, I'm excited because this is what me and T love to do. You know, this is why we do what we do. We love to hear the passion behind why authors do what they do. And as readers, a lot of times we get to read the passion. We get to experience that passion through your pen. Um, But sometimes if you haven't read a book or, you know, you haven't um, experienced that author's pen, their personality and the way they talk about their work is what draws you in as a reader, which becomes also part of that eye candy. You know, I was talking about that earlier in the show. Readers love eye candy. And an author's personality goes right along with that cover, that title, and that synopsis. Do you ladies agree with me?
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Mr Saint Clair I'm gonna ask you, how do you stay um how do you how do you keep being you in such a tainted industry? Sometimes the industry can be a lot, it can have a lot going on, but you keep your integrity. How do you do that? What are some of the things that you go by?
8: I I don't allow the industry to me. I have a strong you know it's all about your purpose in life, man. And once you discover what your purpose is, you, can, you whatever doesn't coincide with your purpose, you reject that, you know. Um, I, I just me I just at the end of the day, I don't like to chase the check. I do it, for, for, for example, I will write for free, you know what I mean? wasn't, I would still write for free. So the industry is the industry kind of fit. you know what I mean? So if you get caught up in like the industry, you're going to lose yourself. So I've always had mm-hmm. a strong sense of and I have my own set of principles of what I stand for, and my integrity is worth more than gold. So I just try to stay true to myself, and I won't get caught up in that, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Now, Sean, this is Tony, and I hope you guys can hear me. I've been having a little technical difficulty. But what is the one thing that you have
5: enjoyed the most about being an author?
8: Interacting with my readers. Interact with my readers and see how they receive the stories. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I heard somebody say they're a fat gang. I see that, too. I love going and uh, A lot of times I go to these different shows and stuff. I don't even make it happen. Well, I do that. But I don't make the money I'm supposed to make in my mind. But just the experience of uh, interacting with my readers and seeing how excited they are about mm-hmm. Okay, and I have one more
7: for you, Sean. I'm not sure we have we
2: couldn't hear the end of that. But since you have been an author, this is still Tony. Since you have been an author, what is it the one thing that you have learned about yourself on this on this uh, literary journey? Oh,
0: you
8: stopped. That was a good question.
0: What have I learned about myself? I mean. (laughs) 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 A, <laughs> 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 no, hurting, but, uh, you know, what I've learned about myself
8: is that I have been really blessed with a gift.
3: Mm-hmm. I have really
8: been blessed with a gift because, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best writer, but I know that, you know, I, I have heat coming from my pen. And that's only from the glory of God. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't do that. I'm all, I, I, had, I didn't know about this. I rediscovered his passion. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm out and about, and again, I'm seeing the reaction of the readers, and I'm kind of, as an author, we all kind of compare. It. If, we, if we say we don't, want to lying.
0: Uh, I see I'm...
2: Okay, no now bang. since you said that, I wanna take you back to the first time you decided to, to put pen to paper. What was going on in your world that you said I'ma go ahead on and put my hat in this ring and I'ma see and make it do what it do and see how it goes. Did were lose her? Sean, you still there? Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, say it
2: again.
8: Uh, the first time I ever wrote a book, I was 15 years old. And uh, I did that after seeing my father write a book. My father wrote a book years ago, never published it. was called Black Gangster. But just the fact that he could write a book kind of inspired me to write a book, too, because it was just real street news. So I was a you know, that's the first time. So later on in life, whenever I was incarcerated, you know, I had nothing but time on my hands. And that's like a, uh, that's a world where you never know if you're going to come back home or not because every day is going down. So I think mm-hmm. I need to go ahead and write my story just in case you know what happened to me. So I went ahead and, and started putting things. hey I, I didn't do it as a career. You know what I'm saying? I just wrote the story that was in my heart. And I sent it out to, to a publisher to try and get published. And uh, they borrowed from it. You know what I mean? To put it like they borrowed from it. And I saw how much mm-hmm. money they made from that story. And I was like, shit, I'm going to do this myself. And that's where it started.
2: Absolutely now, when you start started writing behind the wall, was it a difficult task? Because a lot of times you would assume that behind the in in prison they don't they don't look kindly upon productivity. You know what I'm saying if you're doing something productive if you're doing something right, they want you to do wrong so you, that you can keep coming back. so was it hard for you to uh get everything out the way you wanted to get it out while you were in prison?
8: Yeah, I had a very strong support. First of all, let me say this about the prison thing. Lord knows I ain't ever, ever, ever trying to say that again. But I will say this. You have nothing but time, man. I just, in prison, prison is just like life. Prison taught me how to live a better life because whatever you want to do, you can do it. Whatever you put your mind to Mm -hmm. doing, you're going to do it. So for me, I would write at night. I would stay up all night in the And it made my time go by so fast. You know what I'm saying? So when Mm -hmm. I decided to start putting it out, I had a very strong support system for my sister. My sister would have had all my affairs for my older sister. She would have had all my affairs for me, you know. And we never again. At the time I started writing, the publishing game went like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just, she just in me. you know, she's a bookworm, too. And when, she me, when I saw that she enjoyed the story, I said, yeah, I got something here. And that's what motivated me to keep on writing. And every step of the way, she was there. Getting myself copywritten, milling from people, typing herself,
2: all kinds of stuff. Even mm-hmm. even well, shout out to yeah. Sis. You got to shout her out.
8: I don't think Michelle, man. That's a, that's
2: a lot of time. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle, for keeping him on par and having him deliver us these fire books. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being his support and holding him down, not only while he was on the inside, but as well as when he got on the outside so that he can be Mr. Skin Deep. Yeah, that's, that's just what I call them. That's, that's it. <laughs> deep over there. Look, yeah. look, still, every, every time I write a book, she still
8: got something to say. Bro, you should be like this. Bro, well, I would have like that. But well, what about mm-hmm. this? like, I got
0: it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's awesome. Well, Sean, please share with our listeners uh, what you have coming out as well as your social media. As we wrap this up, I'm going to give you guys a fun question. But um, think about all that so you can share it with us. But I'm going to go around the table and ask a fun question for all of you, so we'll keep it simple. Uh, we're going to start off with Ms. Joyce. If you were a type of food, what type of food would you be and why?
5: I would
0: be would a pineapple. Still-
5: yeah, I would oh. be a pineapple. <laughs> And why a I piece was, of
2: pineapple?
5: Because it's 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 different, and you it takes a lot to get to the pineapple. You just don't go and cut into a pineapple. It takes a lot to get to a pineapple, and that's kind of the way I am as far as being being somebody. I don't I don't take to. Everybody and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so I'm 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 that type of person that okay. I have to be out there and have to just kind of know. And so the pineapple is like you gotta get into it, then cut it. And sometimes you might get a piece that's not sweet or whatever. So that's that that's why. <laughs> I
2: like that. <laughs> I like that. It may look rough on the outside but you're oh. just as sweet as anyone in the inside. <laughs> that's inside right. That's
5: right. That is right. That's right.
2: <laughs> I like that. Miss Monica, how about you? What type of food would you be and
7: why?
0: Um
7: I don't I don't think I've ever been asked that before. Maybe a people <laughs> <few>, maybe <laughs> That's the experience of Let's Chat. We give you guys new and improved experiences.
0: <laughs> I
7: would say a uh maybe a peach. Sweet and Miss Georgia Peach,
2: go ahead now. <laughs> and Miss Benita is she still with
4: us. I am, but Miss George took my fruit because I've always Uh-oh. wanted to be that pineapple now. Because I got the big <laughs> you, but when you get it inside, I'm all sweet and juicy. It's like that's, that's right. That's Uh-oh. right. That's Uh-oh. the pineapple.
0: Yeah, that's sweet
4: and juicy. Well, she said sweet mm-hmm.
0: and juicy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let
2: me find out, Miss Anita,
3: <laughs> 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 And Miss Tiffany yeah. with that.
2: Is Miss Tiffany still with us? Okay. You okay. may have lost her. lost her. Okay. Mr. St. Clair, oh. you're going to ring up the rear. Tell, tell us what you're going to be and why, Sean.
8: <laughs> I think I would be a tomato. Because
6: oh.
8: A tomato? I'm right <laughs> a tomato. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be a tomato because it's, it's real easy on the eyes, like a tomato, a real ripe tomato. It stands out in its own little way. You know, it's very healthy for you. I uh, try to be a healthy person. But more importantly, I will be a tomato because everybody thinks it's a vegetable, but it's really a fruit. And that's kind of like me. Everybody thinks I'm one kind of way, weight. In actuality, I'm totally different with this think.
2: You know, when you okay. said that, Sean, I was thinking about Ooh, uh, I- it could be a vegetable or a fruit. It's like your choice. Which am I, which am I today?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and it's worth huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. And
2: everybody likes them on their sandwich. Y'all know Miss Let me tell y'all, Miss T sometimes, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's Sean. He brings it out of me. Ooh, y'all just fast oh my on here tonight, ladies. We love it. We love it. We want to appreciate each and every one of you for coming to kick it with us in the chat room, sharing your experiences, allowing us to step into your world just a little bit. Mr. St. Clair, before you walk out the chat room, tell everybody all of your social media and your newest, latest release work.
0: Okay, thank you very
8: much. First of all, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's always a good time when I come here you can find me on my social media on Instagram at I am Sean Sinclair and on Facebook and Twitter at author Sean Sinclair. And don't forget to check for the new book that just released yesterday, Damage Good. It's an anthology put out by Kennedy Present, my man Sean T. Kennelly. I have a story in there. And basically, it's, uh, it's a story about domestic violence, so it's very important. You know what I mean? We have women getting abused at rampant rates. I mean, women and men, actually. And quite frankly, the story is about Domestic abuse—it's not men on women or women on men. It's, it's both, and it's a very um, my my story in there. I contributed to that story. It's, it's, it's about mm, twelve thousand words, maybe somewhere. But uh, what we try to do is put a spin on a very serious topic, you know, because a lot of our, a lot of people are here getting abused. So we try to use our pen to kind of raise awareness of that. And it's damage good. It's myself, Arthur Terry Branch, Anitra uh, Hill. We got, like, six authors all together in this one book. We all have our own writing style, so that's a very, very good treat. You can find that damaged goods, go to uh, Amazon, on Kindle as well. And coming up August, is going to be a sequel to C&D, which is a book in a trilogy. I'm going to go ahead and reveal the whole cover probably uh, tomorrow. And it takes place right where c one left off with Nikita being in prison. Excuse me, Nikita being in the hospital. You're going to see me start promoting. You got to make sure you... Go on and check
5: for that as well. Mhm. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward oh, to
8: that, and we love
2: Terry Branch here on this chat. <laughs> yes, Thank we do, and Miss Anitra Keel. We actually gonna have the uh, Kennedy presents the fellas. They're gonna be kicking it with us in the chat room, you uh, know, uh, next week if I'm not mistaken. But go ahead on and finish what you were gonna say, Sean. Oh,
8: also, don't forget on uh, Pan and Pan Publishing, I've restructured the company to offer author, to author, author services as well. So everything you see in my book, we do those as well for new authors. We do the type setting, we do graphic design, we do editing, we do website design. And this is really key, real important, real key. We also do bios, real professional bios. A lot of authors out here, and it's not just for authors either, by the way, it's for professional people, period. You know, me and my team, we get together and we construct real professional bios as well as synopsis. We do synopsis construction as well. We take your synopsis and uh put a remix and work directly with the author, whoever his team is, and put up something good. You can go to pen 2 com. check all that out as well.
2: Awesome. I love it. And, ladies, we're going to start with Miss Joyce. Um, shout out your book club and how one can contact your book club.
5: All right. We have, as I said, we have 26 chapters in our. When, they, when someone wants to contact a chapter, or we have a chapter in Columbus, Ohio, or Cleveland, Ohio, Toledo, or in the Baltimore, D.C. area, Detroit, Chicago, Indianapolis, upstate New York, New York City, Newark, South Carolina, Charlotte, Philly. We have two chapters in Virginia. Virginia Beach, we have a chapter. We also have a LGBT chapter, also in Virginia. We have a Richmond chapter, Bay Area, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Chattanooga, Nashville, Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, and the United Kingdom. And if you are into, go on Facebook, put in "Don't read me, read a book," underscore, and whatever city you're in and you will actually get the chapter information and level, and the admin and all would actually be there for you to actually contact the admin. Okay. And book
3: ticks.
7: Um actually um to join our group, um you just go to Facebook and click you want to join. There's no you know trying to, you know. I mean join or fill out any paperwork or anything. You just join us online. Um and when we have book discussions, we'll um, you know, make a post, let you know when we're um having a book discussion, uh, where we're gonna meet, what time, um, our face. we have uh, um five five six book chicks Facebook, we have five five six book chicks Twitter we have um, 556
4: five, um, Book
0: Chicks blog. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: Am I missing anything, Benita? No, but we can always get on your Instagram and Snapchat. We got all kinds oh, of yeah. yards on, uh,
7: <laughs> Right. Um, you can always find us on Instagram. You'll find me every weekend somewhere at some book event with a 556 five, Book Chicks shirt. Or
0: right. fly in my
7: bag Wherever I go um, mm-hmm. And that's about it mm-hmm. Yep
2: Would you have anything absolutely? else you want to need? Well we appreciate you guys I want to tell you book clubs again That you guys are the heartbeat of this industry And I appreciate you guys I know all the authors appreciate you guys you know, if you guys need anything, if anything we can do here on Let's Chat, if you're having an event, which you are having the, the kickback, but if you guys are having any other event or if you want to um, have one of your discussions and you just want us to shout it out on the radio, just let me or T know. We'll be glad to do that for you. That's how authors mm-hmm. are able to do what they're They do through those book clubs and that word of mouth. So, we don't mind helping you share that word of mouth. Mr. St. Clair, it is always a special occasion when you are in the chat room. We appreciate you taking time out, coming to kick it with us. I want to go back because you were in the authors versus actors. Nice. Celebrity basketball game and the authors won. Tell us a little bit about that. Two seconds. Tell us real, real quick about that, cause y'all, y'all kind of whipped on them. Awesome. Authors
0: rock. <laughs> we won. <laughs>
2: no,
8: it was a real, it was a good game. And look, before I go to real quick, I want to appreciate, I want to say thank you to Deep, Don't Read Me Read a Book, and Five Five Six Book Chicks. Like you said, the book told in the heart of this industry, I appreciate y'all. Don't Read Me Read a Book, y'all are deep too. So anytime y'all need me, just reach out. Thank you. Awesome. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah, that, yeah, We represented for the office. The Actually, they just look good. We punish they They ain't got no skills. <laughs> they look good for TV. It ain't nothing to We punish it. <laughs> it looked like yeah, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun, man. And it was for charity, too. It was for uh, Girls Who Brunch Tour. Anytime yeah. it's all for the charity, yeah, I, I, I'm all aboard for that. We did good. Like we did a good yeah. thing with the we did a good thing with the kids and we did a good thing for the industry. So now they got respect to all because you know we're not just nerds. we athletes.
0: You don't do right like what they do. <laughs>
2: well, Sean, thanks again. You know, like Lisa said, it's always a celebration. You are always welcome. The doors to this chat are always open to you. Just ring the bell, knock on the door. We may ask I'm just kidding.
7: <laughs>
2: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> you are always welcome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you me. always
7: welcome
2: up in here, Sean.
5: <laughs> I appreciate thanks so good. much for the in, for the invitation to let readers know about something that maybe someone is out there looking for a group that you know. So, just thanks for inviting me. You, well, you are, are more than welcome. welcome.
2: Let me tell y'all, Miss Joyce is so sweet. She is so sweet and just. Always supporting everybody The been. sweetest I have met mm-hmm. Thank you so much You are more than welcome Sweetie And you know Five Five Book Chicks I love these ladies Let me tell y'all That the sit down With Ty Marshall Was everything Monica is always out there Pushing Pushing reliteracy Pushing her brand Pushing her book club I enjoy it Miss Tiffany and Miss Benita, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow when we have the Fabulous Ladies of Creative Pages publication in here. They're going to be coming to kick it in the chat room with us, author Ivy Simone, author Diana, author Mona, author um, um, Amari G. They're going to be in here with us tomorrow in the chat room talking about their uh, – new books we appreciate you guys make sure y'all go out there and pick up that new anthology that the fabulous chancé claire is in as well as his skin deep too that's going to be coming out soon we appreciate you guys thank you guys for tuning in to let's chat and supporting us if you are just tuning in or you tuned in late no worries just go back and hit our archives here on blogtalk.com or on iTunes, you can also pick us up on any podcast app. We appreciate you. We'll see you again, same chat time, same chat channel. Good night, everybody, and thanks again.
4: Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. Bustin my tail on the nine to five nine to five. just to keep up, try to stay alive. Promise my lady, be alright, she be crying while she praying for a better life, hustling on the side for a bag of rice. gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price, gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay, gotta stay searching for a better day, gotta keep my faith till make a way, gotta get extended so the gas can pay, sweet Georgia, hold me down, keep my feet planted on solid ground, from the New York home to the Florida shine, up to the Maryland, line Back down South Red, beach Sweet George, George where is I? Reside. Tell me why do I have to cry out? Tell me why should I?